Well, hi there, and welcome to the Jack Church Show. I'm Jack Church. This is a show about life and the many ups and downs we all face daily. In particular, I focus on the issue of loss. Now, that can be everything from, in my case, the loss of my beautiful wife, or for you, it may have been the loss of a parent, a grandparent, child, spouse, pet, job, you name it. Loss is something we're all guaranteed to experience. But how we face it will help determine our future. For me, I write a daily love letter to my bride of over 30 years, Pam. And I share those letters with you in hopes they provide some comfort, knowing you're not alone on this journey. And in time, we can and will continue moving forward. Here's today's letter. Well, hi there, Pam. And hello to any and everyone else that may be listening to our Love Letters to Pam. Of course, it's called The Jack Church Show. I've had a rather interesting weekend, and I want to talk a little bit about my Sunday. And I know that some of you listening have probably experienced the same thing. First of all, let me say that I'm in my second year of the loss of Pam. Now, for some of you, it may have only been days, it may have been weeks, it may have been months or years since you experienced your loss. It could, again, be that of a a spouse, or it could have been a pet. Maybe you lost your job, a parent, a child, a grandparent. We've talked about all those different things. But the point of this program is that we talk about loss and, and my journey through loss. And in some respects, I think it gives you a little bit of hope and encouragement knowing that you're not alone as we continue to make this journey together. Well, I'm in my second year of the loss of Pam, and I can remember when I hit the one-year mark that I had a lot of people tell me that, believe it or not, the second year can actually be tougher. And I thought, oh my gosh, I hope not. Well, in some respects, it has been. And in some respects, it's not been as bad. But I will tell you, I still have some of those very dark, dark, down days. And I know the purpose of this program is to be uplifting and encouraging. But at the same time, encouragement can come in different forms. Now let me talk about my day. This is actually a Sunday when I'm recording this particular program. And I woke up in the morning and for the first time in a year and a half since the early weeks when Pam went to heaven... I was having a bit of anxiety when I woke up. And you guys and girls, you know what I'm talking about. I had never experienced anxiety until I experienced loss. It's that feeling of just feeling so out of sorts. And I woke up and I just didn't know what to do with myself. I was just, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just an uneasy feeling that none of us enjoy. But I fought my way through it, and that's what you have to do. You can't just lay there in the bed, otherwise it will consume you. And I've learned that when I have those feelings that I've got to push hard and get out of the bed, get in the shower, I made some breakfast, or you might call it brunch, and I turned on an episode of The Office. Yeah, The Office, because it makes me laugh, and it kind of sends my mind in a different direction. Now, as you may or may not know, I generally attend church every Sunday, and I found a new small church that I go to, 
and I've met a lot of people through the art gallery that I invite and take with me. But on this particular Sunday, I just felt, no, I'm not going to go to church. And I hadn't invited anybody to come with me on this Sunday, so I had no obligations. And at the same time, nobody was really going to miss me not being there. No, I'm not saying, woe is me, or oh, pity party time again. But the reality is, just me missing at church is not the same as when it was Jack and Pam at church. Jack and Pam were more noticeable. People took note of that. People missed us if we weren't there, and we usually heard from them. Nowadays, when it's just Jack that doesn't show up, well, nobody really thinks much about it. And that's okay. That's just the reality of this life now. So then I, after I had some breakfast, it's about 11 a.m., and I'm like, what the heck do I do now? I was still feeling a little bit anxious, even after watching The Office and laughing a little bit. So I decided, you know what, I'll go out and do some door dashing. And I did. And then that wore off after a while, and I'm kind of full of myself now. And I had this crazy thought. I said, you know what? Pam and I, we visited all the lower 48 states, but there's one spot that we never made it to, and that's Mount Rushmore. I should drive to Mount Rushmore this afternoon. And as some of you may or may not know, I'm looking for a new permanent position. So it's not like I've got anybody really waiting on me to come to work on Monday or anything like that. I've got the DoorDash, and I do a little bit of part-time work in the art gallery. And so I thought, I'm going to go to Mount Rushmore. Well, that idea lasted about an hour, and then I thought, oh, I'll go out and do some DoorDashing again. <laughs> did a little bit more of that. And then I went and did my other therapy session, and that's mowing grass. My good friend Christina, who was my 7 o'clock co-host out in Oregon and television, had moved here, and I have shared with you before, she's leasing a home, and I told her I would mow her yard any time. So I called her up. I said, hey, isn't it about time that the grass needs cutting again? And she said, it certainly does. So I went there, and it took me a good couple of hours. It's about an acre lot, and it's a push mower. But I felt good. It was therapeutic. Yeah, the lawnmower is therapeutic for me. I know it sounds strange, but it's an outlet. And that's what we all have to find is an outlet. Now then, as I came home for the evening, I showered and made a really nice dinner. I, it had been about a month since I'd had any beef. And so I had a small little grass-fed strip steak that I had. And I cooked that and had a beautiful glass of red wine. And then I started watching the program Ted Lasso. Uh, they're getting ready to go into the second season, and I just love that show. And for some doggone reason, though, I started re-watching season one, and I was crying throughout every episode. It just seems like I'm so much more tender-hearted these days than I used to be. Just anything that's a little bit sentimental, well, it sets me off. But then there was this line in one of the episodes, and I wrote it down because I thought, how true this is. Now, if you've not watched the Ted Lasso show, it's an Apple TV product. And they kind of bill it as a comedy. But it also has a very touching storyline with it as well. And there was one line in this particular episode where Ted is talking with the owner of the soccer club that he's now managing over in England. And then he's talking with another gentleman who's been married 28 years. And they're talking about, did you ever have ups and downs in your marriage? 
And I love what the man who'd been married 28 years said. He said, you know, if you're with the right person, hard times are easy. And that made me cry because it just hit home with me. When I was with Pam, yeah, we had some hard times. Different things would come up, but they did seem easy with her here. We had a team. And now the times are difficult. And full disclosure, I feel the weight of everything because I'm by myself. Right now, I'm struggling with the weight of what I'm going to do with my professional career. I've got some opportunities to go back into television. And I'll be honest, I love doing television weather. I love talking and entertaining the viewers and the interaction. But I'm not sure I can do it again. And here's the reason. And we don't talk about this on the program much, but it's this whole COVID thing, which just seems like it's never, ever going to end. And I worry about that. That is, again, is still the news of the day. And I just am not sure I can handle hearing the negativity each and every day. That's a big reason I walked away, because that on top of loss and other things just made it really difficult. And I'm learning, and hopefully you are too, that when you're going through a grief journey, it's very important that you surround yourself with positive people, You have positive and uplifting messages around you. That's why I mentioned, yeah, I'll turn on The Office and watch that because it makes me laugh. And even the Ted Lasso show, while it made me cry, it's also an uplifting program. But when it comes to the news, whether it be local or national, it's just downright depressing. I can't even listen to sports talk radio anymore because all they do is start complaining and talking about the stupid coronavirus and the, the vaccines and They pound on people that don't get the vaccine, and they talk to people that do get the vaccine, and it just turns everyone against each other. And I'm not going to get into that debate with you. That's not the the idea of this program, but it is important that as much as we can that we step back and get away from the news of the day. We've got to take care of ourselves out there, focus our energy again, and channel it into a positive, positive direction. So while some of us may not be with that right person anymore and the hard times aren't as easy, we've got to do everything we can, though, to soften the blow and make them easier. Now, I go back to, I mentioned earlier that I wanted to drive up to Mount Rushmore. Well, I do have a job interview. It's the third one. It's the third interview I've got to go through tomorrow. And then I've got a television job that I've got to make my mind up on as well, Monday or Tuesday. And I'm thinking after I make those decisions, who knows, I may not make a decision. I may just continue to be in the the holding pattern, but I'm thinking maybe I will get in the car and drive up and see Mount Rushmore. Again, that'll be about the last spot we've not been to in this great country. Who knows? But there, I just came up with a positive again for where I'm at in my life. I have no obligations other than just me. And if I do want to get in the car and I want to drive to Seattle or Mount Rushmore or Miami, Florida, there's nobody that can say anything about it. It's just me. At the same time, Pam, I know if you were here, I can hear you saying, yeah, let's do it. 
Let's go to Mount Rushmore. Let's go to Seattle. Let's go to Miami. That's why I loved you so much. Well, I know that I've rambled a lot here, and I may not have given you anything to take home with you. But as I look down at the numbers, I noticed that we're approaching 10,000 downloads of this program. That means there are a lot of people, not just here in this country, but around the world who do listen to these messages. And maybe, just maybe, they give you a little comfort knowing, wow, I'm not the only one going through this. I'm not crazy. And I can still keep moving forward. I love that song. I don't know, it's some contemporary Christian song, and I've quoted it many times on this program, but I got to tell you, it's so important. It says, if you wake up and your feet hit the ground, it means you're alive, and it means God still has purpose for you. And I guess, until I get hit by lightning or don't wake up one morning, God's still got purpose for me, and I do believe that part of that is talking to you out there, you, you, and you. So thanks again for listening. And Pam, as I close out the message, it's the same old, same old. I miss you so incredibly much, sweetheart. But you know what? I'll love you forever and always, Jack. Thanks again for joining us, and I certainly hope you enjoyed today's program. My prayer is that you found some comfort and hope in the future. If so, please share this program with others that may benefit and ask them to subscribe. You can also send us a note or comments to the Jack Church Show at yahoo.com. That's the Jack Church Show at yahoo.com. Until next time, have a great day and a better tomorrow. Bye now.